Good afternoon, my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Rob Grun broadcasting once again from beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So this afternoon, I'm going to call the podcast The Purpose of Trials. The first text I'm going to read for you is from James 1, starting at verse 2. It's Trials and Temptations. Consider pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, knowing, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Hmm. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation, since they will pass away like a wild flower. For the sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. Its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the world of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. So, obviously, I want to hit on a couple of verses here first in, in the first uh, chapter of James. For In verse 2 and 3, he says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And then in verse 12, he says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Now, let's be honest. Of course, none of us particularly like trials or tribulations. Um, you know, and James isn't saying that we should like them. But he's saying we should consider it pure joy because of what it produces in us, right? That the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And perseverance under trial, if, you, if we have stood the test, we will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to us, to those who love him. You see, this is the, the mode, the, the disposition, if you will, for the believer under trials and temptations and tribulations that we're, we're facing them, we should be facing, rather, with a disposition of pure joy, as James says, 
because it produces perseverance. And, listen again, verse 12, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. You see, of course, like I said already, no one particularly enjoys trials, temptations, or tribulations. That's just normal. It's, it's, they're not enjoyable things. But the disposition that we carry during and under trials and tribulations and temptations makes a world of difference. You see, because the testing of our faith reveals the character of our heart. Let me say it again. The testing of our faith re reveals the character of our heart. In other words, when we're under tenuous, difficult tr times of life, that's when our true colors will show. Let's say again, when we're facing difficulties in life, whether you know, where the whatever that may be, whether that's financial strain or whether that's um, familial um, tension or whatever happened or so, something in the workplace that's not going as it should be. When those things arise in life, and they always do and they always will, because well, yeah, we live under, you know, this world is living under the curse of sin. So when the believer, or anyone for that matter, this, James is addressing specifically the believer in this text. When he's saying, when you, the believer, the son or daughter of the living God, face trials and tribulations, or temptations of many kinds, face it with pure joy because it produces perseverance in you. All right? And... Verse 3, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Okay, another huge reason why God allows trials and tribulations and temptations in our life is to grow us up in all things in Christ. In other words, he matures us through the process of trials. Let me say that again. God matures us through the process of growing us up in all things in Christ, through trials. He matures us through difficulties. And there's simply no way around that. Because if everything was just easy-peasy, and there is no difficulty in life, we would never mature in life, or synonymously, in Christ. We wouldn't. You wouldn't, and I wouldn't. And we both all, everyone who's listening, knows that we grow up in life most when we're under difficult situations. They're the test. That's why, that's the purpose of them. God allows them to happen in our lives to mature us in Him. Period. And that's why James, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, Consider them pure joy because they produce perseverance in you. And perseverance, when it's finished its course, matures you so that you may be complete, lacking nothing. And then <clears throat> verse 12 drives this, the purpose of it completely home, so to speak. And blessed is the one who 
perseveres under trials because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. That is what it is all about, my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> to receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No way to receive this crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him without enduring and pressing through and persevering under trials, temptations, and tribulations. There is no way around it. Not a moment. You and I cannot get to this place without being grown up in Christ through trials and temptations and tribulations. It is the purpose of them. God grows us up through them. Now, of course, many of us, myself included, sometimes we're very slow learners and we don't get this. A lot of times when we go through trials and tribulations, it's like, oh Lord, why me? What did I do? Or why am I going through this, right? <clears throat> so, in other words, when difficulties in life arise, and they, of course they do because that's just the way it is, Sometimes we incur, um, you know, difficulties in our life by the way we, we react or respond to certain situations or circumstances. But this text specifically um, addresses persecution from the world or temptations. Temptations aren't necessarily, of, they're of the world, but they're not necessarily driven to us from the world. Temptations arise from within <coughs> if we let the flesh rear its ugly head. And that's why we've got to deal with taking thoughts captive. So not letting the flesh rear its ugly head within us. So you have to learn, yeah, again, to take your thoughts captive to Christ, man. Which means, in the, in the Greek language with the New Testament was written, the word captive means take hold of or arrest. So be assertive about your thought life in Christ, man. It's monumentally important. I cannot stress that enough. But to, 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 to the point of persecution too, right? Jesus says in John 15, 20, <clears throat> if they, that is the world generally speaking, persecuted me, they will persecute you also. We will be persecuted simply because we follow Christ. And that's just the way it is. And I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this who is a believer knows that for certain. This is true. If we desire to live a godly life in Christ, which I hope if you're listening, you do, you will face persecution from the world. It's just the way it is. I'm not making light of that, but I'm saying it's reality. All right? And James says, you know, you're going to face these things with pure joy because of what it produces. And and then verse 12 hits, hits it, takes it home, so to speak, where he says, if, let's read this again, verse 12 of James 1. Blessed is one who perseveres under trial because... Having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life the Lord has promised to those who love him. <coughs> Excuse me. So, that's what it's all, all boils down to, right? The standing the test through the trials and temptations and tribulations because we're going to receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those of us who love him. <sighs> All right, and then there's another verse, uh, 1 
first I'm going to get what I'm going to talk to briefly just before I get over to a text in Matthew 5. So Romans 8.17, Paul says, If we are children, then we are heirs of God and co-heirs of Christ, in order that we, if we share in his suffering, that we may also share in his glory, right? So it's, a, it's, it's very similar to what James is saying. Rather, you know, if we share in, in the sufferings of Christ, then we also share in the grace. You know, Paul also says, Paul also says elsewhere that, you know, consider all lost compared to the knower, compared compared to the glory of knowing Christ. Basically, saying everything like my present sorry, he said my present sufferings aren't worth comparing to knowing Christ. And we have to keep that in mind too that, that this life is temporal being with Christ, the glory is eternal. And if you have that mindset, disposition of the heart before you, it'll help you and me endure trials, temptations, and tribulations with pure joy. Because we're going for that crown, man. Running that race, right? Run the way, race well. Alright, so Final couple of verses I'm going to get to right now from Matthew 5. Matthew 5, verse 11 and 12, where the Lord Jesus says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Let me see, I'm going to read this again. Again, this is Matthew 5, verses 11 and 12, where the Lord Jesus says, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So again, this is a disposition and a reality, right? So Jesus, listen to the, the, the wording though, right? He says, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. So you hear that, the word when very clearly, right? He's saying it's not, it's going to happen. It's not, it's not if, if it's whether or not it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when it happens. Jesus is not saying, blessed are you if people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. He's saying, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. In other words, it's going to happen if it hasn't already on my account, you know, John 15, 20, right? Jesus said, if, again, if they persecuted you, sorry, if they, he said, Jesus said to himself, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. They persecuted our Lord, of course they're going to persecute the Lord's followers and disciples. It's just the way it is. It's reality. And again, I'm not making light of it, but it is reality. And we have to deal with that reality. And that's why I'm addressing this. All right. 
But he says, rejoice and be glad. You know, very similar to what James says, right? Consider it pure joy, because great is your reward in heaven. So also similar to what James says in verse 12 of um, chapter 1 of, in his epistle, so that you may receive the crown of life. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So again, it's all about disposition, how we carry ourselves, you know, how the character and love of Christ is revealed in us and through us when we're under strenuous, intense trials, temptations, and persecutions. Because they happen. They happen, man. We've got to be ready for them. We've got to know how to carry ourselves in Christ, to the world around us, every single day, to remain in Him, to live in Him, because He is the vine and we are the branches. And apart from Him, we can do nothing. Hmm. I love you all. Peace out, Brother Rob.